This is Barkcast. You ain't nothing but a hound On each episode of BarkCast, your questions will be answered by professional, senior trainer and owner of Canine Point Academy, Russell D. Russell. Hi Russell, how's your week been here at Canine Point Academy? It's been good mate, thanks for asking. Excellent, long time no see to be fair. Long time no see. I have a question, not me personally. I might have an answer, let's see if it matches. Well let's hope so, otherwise this BarkCast will be rubbish. Mm, Fair point. Um... Email has come in from Janice. You might know Janice. Name rings a bell. Yes. It's a small rusty one, but it rings a bell nonetheless. <laughs> Bless her. Anyway, the, the email is this. Russell and Jay, it's really hot at the moment here in Phuket. I have noticed. It has been stinking hot, isn't it, at the moment? Brutal. What is the best way to keep our doggies cool during this hot period here in Phuket? Thanks, Janice. Ah, uh, okay. That's an easy short one. Well, don't make it too short because we've got about 15 minutes to cover. So can you expand it in 15 minutes? Go. Air conditioning. Is that long enough? Oh, you're just going to speak slowly? Yeah. Is that the, that's the, that's yeah. what you're going to do? Brilliant. <laughs> this is going to go well today. Um, Air conditioning. Okay. Yeah, okay. So jokes aside, yeah, look, it is brutally hot. And, you know, for anyone listening anywhere else that's dealing with hot weather, um, yeah, it's just obviously trying to keep us cool um, as well as the dogs. I would say rather than a, a list of do's, um, I'd make it a list of do nots. That's a very good point. Can I ask one question before you jump into your do nots? Be rude not to. Humans, uh-huh. to keep cool, have a natural thing called sweat. Yeah, dogs don't do that. No, just stop jumping in. I've, they've got 15 minutes. I've got to cover this. <laughs> All right? I'm trying to make this a really long <laughs> question. Air can... No, we don't. Yeah, yeah. So humans sweat, and when we sweat, the wind blows and it cools your skin down. That's how... Yeah. The cooling process works for humans. As you said, dogs don't sweat. So what is the actual technical way, biological way, that dogs will keep panting. themselves cool? Panting. Panting, which okay. is obviously when, when they're hot, that's what they do a lot of. And why so, is, what is the, is the tongue got receptacles in it that just cools them down? Or So A, it's just all vasodilation. Same with us. Um, sorry, what did you just say? Vasodilation, when your blood vessels dilate, so more blood yeah, comes okay. through. Not everyone listens to BarkCast. It's a doctor, Russell. It's, okay. But it's where your blood vessels no, dilate. No, I saw what you did then, and you looked at me as though I was thick. Well, you are. True, but there's <laughs> other people that might not know what viodonkartis v- is. Vasodilation, where your blood vessels just you dilate, can say they it expand. Many times. I still don't know. But it. I'm explaining it, they, okay, where your blood ahead. vessels expand a little remember bit. 15 minutes. There we go. So, um, yeah, so like when you're hot, just remember I get this the right way around, uh, blood vessels will dilate, more blood can get to the surface. Makes sense. Right, more heat can expand. Because then your face can, goes red. Yeah, yeah. Um, but heat can dissipate from there, from the, the surface. Yeah. Okay. So same with dogs, they will pant. Blood vessels in the tongue carry lots of blood. Vessels will dilate, more blood goes to the tongue, which is why their tongues will look quite swollen and quite heavy and quite long, especially if you've got a boxer. Um, <laughs> His tongue's like that it's all the time. It's just lolloping all over the place. <laughs> um, but that is one of their main ways of keeping cool. The other way they can keep cool, and this is the bit we've, we've covered a, a few times on the, on the podcast, is with their fur and using their fur coat. Even the big shaggy woolly dogs, not just the short head ones, but the long head ones, they will use the fur to keep cool, either by trapping or moving air through um, the, the layers of fur. So shaving your dog is a no-no. No, we'll leave yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's the way that dogs keep cool naturally. Yeah. They can also just, as an, an additional, and you've, again, probably seen this with your own dogs, they will maybe splay themselves out on the, on the tiled floors or the concrete floor with their bellies on the floor. 
So, and keeping their belly cool can also help as well. And it's in terms of, and I've often seen this, oh, it's a really hot day, I'll get a very cold towel and I'll put it on my dog's shoulders or on their back, which is the sort of thing that we would do for ourselves. Your better option is put it on the floor and let them lie on it because they will probably put their bellies onto it and that would be the best place to keep them cool. Okay, so they're the three ways. Pretty much, that, that dogs, they can do it themselves. Yeah. themselves. So they're the ways that dogs naturally and biologically will keep themselves cool. Pretty much. So let's go to the don'ts of what we shouldn't do so to keep I, a dog cool. Yeah, and these are probably the, the, the obvious things. Yeah, don't go out at 12 o'clock at lunchtime or early afternoon with your dog. It's just just don't do it. It's just too hot. Um, we don't here live in a, in a climate. Well, we're, we're heading into it now with the rainy season coming, but at the moment, it's not somewhere where you can go at any time of day out with your dog. And I know people do and think, oh, my dog's fine with it. But you do, particularly at the moment, as the temperature is creeping up, need to be aware of this. And it's also worth bearing in mind, um, dogs are pretty resilient. So if, you know, if you're off for a walk down the beach or down the, the park or wherever with your dog and they're sort of tootling along, keeping up, and you're thinking, oh, no, my dog's doing great. He's tootling along and keeping up. Your dog might be absolutely shattered. Um, your dog might be gasping for air. Your dog might be, your dog might have heat stroke. <laughs> but they'll keep going because that's what dogs do. Especially if you've got a dog that loves to chase a stick or chase a ball. They'll just keep doing it until they collapse. That's an interesting question um, about the heat stroke. Because I've dealt with heat stroke from my previous career. Dogs get heat stroke. And that's what I was going to say. So yeah. dogs can get heat stroke. 100%. And do they show the same signs as what... Because it's difficult. Because I can tell if someone's got heat stroke just mm -hmm. from the way that they've... Or the person's changed, their mood's changed, how they are. And that you can really get the signs of, of heat stroke from a person. You can see similar signs in dogs. And the, the main big trigger is Rover's not acting his usual self. And for any of us that have had dogs for any period of time, you kind of know. And because the dog can't say, I don't feel very well... With anything, we're very susceptible to changes in our dog's behavior. So if they do look a bit, you look a bit sluggish today, or you look a bit sort of crazy today, we're, we're aware that the dog isn't their normal baseline. So, and it's, it's not difficult if you went out for a three-hour hike this morning, um, and this afternoon your dog's looking a bit sluggish, whereas usually in the afternoon they're a bit more perky, then yeah, it, that could be part of it. One other thing that's actually happened to me um, and one of my dogs is what we don't realise is how hot the floor is because yeah. we wear shoes correct when we go walking yep dogs don't have shoes unless you've got a toy dog and you put shoes on this so yeah don't do that don't do yeah. that uh, the pads are quite sensitive to heat yes in the same way our hands and fingers are and uh, that's another reason not to go out in yeah. the midday sun or in the, the, the afternoon the, sun and here's a, here's a very simple test that you can do um, if you get go an out, egg and put it on the road yeah and if the egg fries it's just too hot and if you forget your egg, the other thing you could do, put your elbow on the ground. No, not your elbow. Just put your palm or take your shoe off your flip-flop and stand on the ground. If it's too hot for you, too hot for your dog. So if you're going down to the beach and the beach gets hot, okay? So just well, think... people do that walk on the sand, don't they? <laughs> yeah, and that's what the dog's going to be doing. So if it's too hot for you, it's too hot for them. Simple as. They might hack it and carry on with it because, um, again, dogs are pretty resilient, so, but you'll probably find they'll try and find some shady part or they'll try and get into the grass or somewhere where it's obviously a little bit cooler. And also with that heat that's 
constantly on their pads that's that can burn it can also dry them that can also crack the pads and a cracked pad is a really painful thing and it takes a while to heal because they're always on it well maximus actually had a cracked pad he actually got a blister on his pad yeah and yeah it was weeks because he's always on it and you can't stop i mean you can't stop a boxer from bouncing anyway you can't can't really stop any dog from walking on it i mean you can tape them up but then you've got to sort of keep an eye on it it, yeah it's it's it, it is very tricky but in, in terms of just general, a quick test, yeah, just stand on the ground, uh, put your hand on it, whatever. If it's too hot for you, it's too hot for them. And just one other thing on that, people think, well, the sensible thing here would be, well, I'll wait till five, six o'clock when the sun's gone down or it's, you know, it's low, it's cooler in the afternoons, and then we'll go for a walk. That's fine. But again, if you're going to the beach or you're going around on a road, that beach and that road has been absorbing heat all day long. So it, yeah, it might be the air temperature might be a bit cooler, but just even though the road is in the shade or, you know, there's a bit of shade at the beach or wherever, just do a quick check, put your hand on it and find out. So it's better to do your walks early, early morning. in the morning or, or late at nine, night. 10 o'clock at night. Uh, or, yeah, I, I question how many people would go that late at night, if I'm being honest. Most people, you know, from but, six but, o'clock on. But yeah, the, the seven, later you leave it, the, the earlier in the morning, the better, because that's when it's coolest, 100%. Or yeah, later in the evening, as and when you possibly can. And one thing I've seen when you and I go out walking, especially mm-hmm. when we, we do go on our long walks, you've got a special water bowl thing that you take with you. You recommend one yeah, of those? So in the same, I take, I take a water bottle for me, right? And especially for anyone going out and about at the minute, we need to, we need to hydrate. That's just a given, right? Same for your dogs. I'm sat here with a coffee and a Diet Coke. Well, there you go. I mean, there's some water in there somewhere, <laughs> I'm sure. So, um, but yeah, so, and again, um, I mean, again, depending on where we're going, but, you know, if, if we're out on a the trail, there's lots of streams, the dog might be drinking from that. But, yeah, I will always take some cold, fresh water. I've got a little collapsible bowl. I can always put some water down just every now and again just to make sure the dog is drinking and hydrating. Here, I've got a question for you. Shoot. How much water should dogs be drinking? A good question. And Thanks. it is, the, well, it's going to depend a little bit on the, the size of the dog in terms of, obviously, the amount. Boxer. Chihuahua versus Great Dane. Um, as a general rule... Oh, no. No, I don't want general rule. I want to ask you a specific... Oh, on a specific one about my boxer who weighs <laughs> X amount. Go on, general rule. So, roughly uh, 50 to 100 mils per kilo of body weight per day. Huh? Uh-huh. Right. Make that easy. So, if you've got, say, a 10 kilo dog, you're looking at around... Uh, quick math, uh, nearly a liter a day, ballparkish. Okay. If you've got a 25 kilo dog, a uh, couple liters, two and a half liters. And that's spread throughout the day, obviously. Throughout the day, yeah, yeah. not obviously in one hit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a sliding scale okay. in, t- in terms of the dog size. The other thing to add into that is, yeah, it's a little bit hotter at the minute. So, in, just in case we haven't noticed. So yeah, just a making sure you've got fresh, cold water accessible to your dog at all times. And should it be cold, cold? As in, it doesn't have to be. You can, and there are some dogs that love to chew on ice cubes. And if you've got a dog like that, great. Just throw a bunch of ice cubes in the water and let them have at it. It's perfectly fine for them and a good little treat to crunch. Your Kong, absolutely in the freezer. Just fill up with water. It's got holes in it, haven't you? Yeah, Um, yeah, you could do that. So I and I'd probably along that note, I'd put a little some treats in there and a bit of peanut butter, but otherwise fill it with water and freeze it. Could you put frozen fruit in there? Can, yeah, of course you can. You can like a little like cold mm. smoothie for them. Yeah, of course you can. Fruit, 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 yeah. fruit, can't they? And if, and, the, and if they do, and if you, and like my dogs quite like fruit, so yeah, you can make a little, make a fruit smoothie, put it in an ice cube tray, freeze it, and there you go, a little and if you don't fr- have a fruity Kong, treat. You can just get a bowl of, of yeah, water just and just, you know, freeze throw it. Throw them in it. Yeah. 
And if the dog don't likes throw the dog in it. Not the dog in the don't bowl. Don't freeze but the dog, everyone. Can <laughs> I just say, do not freeze your dog. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want to make, make a smoothie, put it in ice cube trays. And away you go. You've got, hey, it's, a, it's a healthy treat, if you like. But also it's nice and cool. Um, and they'll enjoy it and probably spend more time sort of licking that than a bog standard ice cube. Cool. It so, is sorry. One, oh, God. No, just in terms of access to water. Yes, having fresh, cool water is going to be better than sort of tepid water in terms of temperature. The other thing is dogs often, not always, but often prefer moving water to still. Really? Yes, which is why a lot of... Is that a natural thing because they know that moving water is cleaner than still water might be full of bacteria? One would like to argue that's the thought process and the instinctive learning from a dog's perspective. All dogs are bare grills. Which which is also why a lot of dogs will drink from a swimming pool even though they've got a bowl of fresh icy water right there. Because they can hear it moving around. Either they can hear it or more often than not they can just see it. Even a gentle breeze, a little bit of a ripple. Because of the over... Because of the over... yeah. Yeah, so there's a bit of movement to the water. So, but just having some options for your dog. If you've got a, a, an easy fix for this can be... Buy a waterfall. Buy a little waterfall or even just get a little, um, a little pump that you would have in a, a goldfish tank or any yeah, fish tank. Just yeah. not being fishist. Um, be careful how I say that. Yeah, um, I would. Just to add some bubbles to the dog's water bowl or get a little waterfall. You can buy really expensive, super duper... We can actually, from the... Layered I, water bowls. You know I have fish at home. I have yes. lots of fish. Um, one of my tanks is just has a, like a, it's called an oxygen ball. And yep. all you do is you put, just pump, pump it and it just lets out bubbles of oxygen. It's just come through and it just oxygenates the water yeah. as well and moves the water. And something That's like that. Actually. Yeah, just, if it just adds a little bit of a movement to the water, they might redirect it. And if they've now got a choice between two bowls of moving water, a pool being a very big bowl... Um, they would then it's then just a case of oh I'll go for the cooler one that's really I didn't know that now you say it it kind of Mm. makes perfect sense Mm. and why because it's ingrained in their DNA but obviously drinking chlorine or salt water isn't really no not not really but I'm surprised that dog shops (laughs) I couldn't think of the right word for it pet shops is probably the correct term I'm surprised pet shops, do they not sell kind of like little waterfall? Yeah, they do. And that's, so that's the, you can buy sort of super duper fandangled waterfall yeah. uh, dog bowls for, you know, X hundred dollars or thousand baht. Whatever. Russell, I've got a marketing idea for you. <laughs> yeah. We've got some the, merch but, coming. But the cheaper idea would just be to go and buy, like you said, one of those little fish tank things and just rig it up to your, your water bowl. It's not difficult to do. Um, uh, and away you go. Cool. Okay. Uh, you said mention some other don'ts. What would they be? So the, the key thing would be, in, in similar sort of aspect to us, is a not going out in the midday sun, not going out for walks when it's ridiculously hot, limiting the exercise perhaps that we do do, I said do, do, do. Um, rather than going, you know, if, we, if we usually go for a really long run on the beach in the morning, I might just maybe tone that down a little bit. If it's an hour and a half, I might make it an hour and 10 or something like that. And just be a little bit more vigilant with your dog, particularly if you've got a highly strong dog, like just randomly, for example, a boxer that will just go and go and go and go. Um, you're going to have to be the one that reins them in. Whereas we would, you know, we'll go for a run or we'll go and do something and think, ah, oh, it's just too hot. I'm going to go home now. The dog probably won't. They'll just, oh, I want to keep playing. So you're going to have to be the one that calls it. And it would be worth calling it a little bit earlier than usual just because it is that much hotter at the minute. A friend of ours has a German Shepherd. Yep. Um, Naya. She gets really, really hot. She's a, she's a, a hefty old German Shepherd. Really thick coat yep. as well. The, the pool that they have mm-hmm. is really hot at the moment. Yeah, it's a hot... It's, and it's like us. You, you don't get in a jacuzzi to cool off. 
No, so the jumping in the swimming pool isn't an option to cool down. Um, Could you just hose, like, just play with the hose in the garden yeah, and yeah, stuff? Yeah, of course you can, yeah. In the same way that things that we would do for ourselves... Jump through a sprinkler. Yeah, and all of that, yeah, can certainly can do. There's, the, there's a couple of things with that. A, once we've done the water fun is to make sure the dog is nice and dry because it's that hot, it's that humid, that's just going to lead to skin irritations and skin issues and that presents another wealth of problems to, to deal with. Um, and also, in terms of a dog that's a little overweight, like a person, they're going to struggle in the extra heat as well. Can I just say, Naya's owner is doing everything she can to make Naya not overweight. She's working hard. Work Excellent. harder. Yeah. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> Um, sorry, you, you also, and you're going to bang on about this one, um, but we did mention it at the start of the, of the Barkcast, shaving dogs. Um, just don't do it. Um, if you shave your dog, I understand the thought process. If we take all of that fur off, it's less fur to carry around, they will be cooler. And I've, I can't tell you the number of owners that, have, that will diss what I'm about to say. And they tell me, look, we, we listen to you. We understand what you're saying, but we've shaved our dogs and he seems much happier. They seem much cooler. That is your projection of what you're seeing. You are acting differently around your dog because you believe the dog is cooler. Therefore, the dog is like, well, you seem pretty happy and bouncy. I will. They're just reacting off of you. The opposite is, oh, my God, you look so hot and tired. You poor thing. Come on in here. You just act very differently. Now, if you're dealing with a dog that has a coat that continually grows and grows, uh, uh, golden or, or whatever, and it's just a long, shaggy coat, absolutely, you can clip and trim, trim. and short. Yeah. Absolutely, short back and sides. The, the tails, the sort of the, the baffles, if you like, which the, the hind legs. Thank you. Um, their tummy area tends to grow very long, or even on their paws, certainly around the feet and the pads. Dogs, just going back to where they sweat from, dogs do sweat a little bit from their pads, not a lot. Um, but they can a little bit, particularly if they are really, really smashed. So keeping the, the fur short around the paws and the pads can also help. There's a trade-off with this. If they've got really, really furry feet, that might actually give them a layer of protection when they're actually walking on hot surfaces. You shave that fur off their pads. I'm around surprised Yetis toes. don't live in the hot countries. You'd, you'd be surprised, right? Mm. So, um, so yeah, but shaving the fur is an absolute no-no. Good brushing and regular brushing to get all the dust and the dead fur out of the coat so that the air control can go through the fur rather than get trapped is, is a definite, but not on the shaving. Okay, so is there any, apart from leaving ice cubes in fruit around in the bowls, making sure they've got running water, what other little tips can you give to people? Um, I mean, I, we half joked about it in the beginning, but fans and air cons, the, which is the same thing that we would do. If it's hot, stick the fan on, stick the air con on. Do your dogs like the fan? So it's... Yeah. Because I'll tell you why, I just, bought a, I just bought a new fan for my house. Now, my boxer doesn't always stay with me, but I've got two mm. little cats, which you love, Russell, because yeah. you love my cats. <laughs> but my two Persian cats hate the fan. Right. They used mm. to sit on the table right in front of where I watch TV, and the fan comes on them, and they, they jump as soon as a fan hits them, which is really strange. But maybe that's because they live with me, so they're well, it could be mental. That. But the, the other one is, if you walk up to a dog and blow in their face, no. <laughs> Yeah, but then they stick their head out exactly. of the car. Exactly. And they love it. <laughs> yeah, just dogs go are figure. Weird, dogs aren't they? are weird. Um, but look, yeah, if you turn a fan on a dog, it might sort of wander off. It might not like the sound. It might think that's a bit weird. Um, whereas the aircon, there's not that pulse of air coming onto them. It's just a naturally cooler environment. They might prefer that. It's also worth mentioning the when you're dealing with either a very cold or a very hot environment, if you're constantly going from one to the other 
you're not actually really helping yourself. So if you've got your aircon, and this is whether you've got a dog or not at this point, <laughs> this is a human thing as well. If your aircon at home is set to 16 degrees on full power and it's an ice box in there because it's so hot outside, you're making a very marked temperature change between the two environments. So when you go outside, it's going to feel hotter than it actually is. So you're not really helping yourself there. I'm not saying have your, your aircon on at 30, but you know, having it on at even 24, 25, because most people are going to be like, well, it's got to be 20 minimum, right? Um, but having it on 25, if it's 36 degrees outside plus plus, it's going to feel very, very cold inside even at 25. And trust us, at the moment in Phuket, it's more than 36 degrees. It, yeah, it's, it's crazy climbing. hot at the moment. Yeah, and it's only going to get warmer. So One last thing, um, would you leave a little paddling pool? lying around again that would depend on the dog so you know if the dog's used to it and likes it yeah by all means the only issue with doing that it, as we've discussed is we just got to make sure the dog is is dry and also a paddling pool with a small amount of water probably gets very hot very quickly. yeah that, that would just heat up yes you can so leave it in the about shade that idea, well no i mean you can do it. it it might be something i would do as you know like you were saying about playing in the hose or put the sprinkler on or, or even jumping in the pool um and what have you so just remember all of these things tend to involve activity i.e we're running around the garden with the sprinkler so we're we're running around getting hot anyway so if it's just a case of my dog's lying on the ground and i'm gonna hose him down with a cold hose that's one thing as opposed to sort of running around or swimming and doing things in water which generally generate body heat because we're active there is an ice rink at phuket which I'm sure at the moment the dogs would love. They just Max run on there. Been there. He yep. loved it. And they'll they'll slide onto it oh, and just sort brilliant. of slap themselves down, bellies on the ice, and just be quite happy with that, I think. Cool, man. Well, I think we've covered it. Thank you for those top tips. Mm, no pleasure. Appreciate it. Right, we'll see you next week. We'll do. Thanks, Russ. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for professional training or somewhere to board your dog, either short or long term, then check out Canine Point Academy. That's caninepointacademy.com or go to Facebook and search Canine Point Academy. BarkCast was created and produced by Shark 13 Productions. If you are looking to start a podcast or would like to learn more about how a podcast can work alongside your current marketing plans, then contact us now at j at shark13productions.com.